Bandwidth for Erotic Awakening is provided by The Floating World. Browse our fetish markets for new toys, shiny gear, and intriguing ideas. Revel in the largest indoor play space you've ever seen. Learn and explore with players of all experience levels. Meet some of the best presenters from around the nation. August 16th, 17th, 18th, 2013. Find out more at thefloatingworld.org. If you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Right now. So what are we talking about tonight, Barrett, besides where we're at right now? Well, where we're at right now, oh my God. Well, we are currently, just in case you are uh, curious, we are at the Kinkfest in the Portland, Oregon. We're, I think this is what, Kinkfest 13? Yeah, they've been doing this a long time. I'm telling you. They've this been is, doing this a long time. This is, we can't speak enough of this event. You this know? is a great event. This is a big event. Yeah, it's a lot big. And here's the thing. For it being so big, it doesn't feel as though it's not. It, it's lost all of that you know, personal feel. No, they, I think they do a really good job of making everyone feel welcome. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, we've been, we've been greeted by a lot of the KingFest staff, um, a lot of the class people. Uh, we had a handler this time. Oh, we've yeah. never been. Yeah. We've never had a handler as presenters before. I know. I know. She they, came up and introduced herself and said, "I'm your handler for the weekend." <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of weird. That was kind of weird. She was, she was like, "Hi, I'm I'm Patty Cakes. I'm your handler this weekend. How can I how can I help you? What can I do for you?" And I'm like, uh, "I don't know what to say to you." <laughs> <laughs> I would like blue M and M's. Shout out to to BLP with that one. Um, and, and it was just, it was really, it's really a great event. And Portland is such a really fun city to be in. Mm-hmm. It, there's a, there's a, an amazing kink scene here. Um, and, you know, one of the things we really found out was that uh, there are more strip bars per capita. <laughs> in, any, Portland in Portland than anywhere in the United right. States. There were 70 strip bars within the city limits of Portland. Right, right. Right, and 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 uh, we were hanging out with uh, Boss Bondage, and he took us out to this one strip bar, and and it's not as if we didn't, you know, want to go see the strippers. It, we really didn't, because you know, you're when you're at a kink conference, you get to touch and play and whatever, and you go to a strip strip bar, and you're just like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. But he brings us there because they have good food. They right, which <laughs> believe you know, it's like. It's like we went out to dinner, and for for the two of us, it cost us twenty five dollars, and we both had. Steak like dinners. Eight, well, it's and it wasn't just a steak center dinner, cut fillet. Center cut fillet, right? <laughs> and it was good. You know, we're sitting in this eating, eating. You know, uh, bacon wrapped steak uh, or bacon wrapped center cut fillet. 
and waffle fries and drinking, you know, Diet Coke and, and sitting there hanging with the friends. You know, and then there's these naked ladies dancing right next to us. And we're like, yeah, okay, go away. We, we're, we're enjoying the filet, you know, in the strip club. And we walked out of there for like 25 bucks. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah. You know, for like, for like both of us. It was very cheap, a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I mean, we've been having a really great time here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... So, the, you know, a shout out to the Kink people. Um, and if you have an opportunity to come out to Kink Fest, uh, they do it every year. It's uh, www.kinkfest.org. O-R-G. And um, just such a wonderful conference. Yeah, they have a great team of people running yep. this. It was, it, was, it's, it was and is. I mean, we've, we've done two classes this time. Um, we have a third tomorrow morning. It's now, it's now Saturday night, creeping up on midnight. Um, which would be three in the morning at, at home time, <laughs> and it's um, it's pretty cool. We have one more class at nine o'clock tomorrow morning, and then we're hopping a flight to go back to uh, back to Columbus. Ah, yeah. Yes. So anyway, it's 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 really great to be here. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm a really good time. pleased. So uh, do you want to do you want to take a first question? Sure, go ahead. Shoot me shoot me your question. Shoot me your question. Okay, here we go. Um, I this is this is from uh, Ms. Anonymous. She says I have seen you both interact for a while, and it seems uh, like you always love each other, and it's always been good between you. How can I have a long-term relationship that lasts? Um, and in quotes like yours. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want what we have. <laughs> right. you, 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 I, I mean, okay. So let's peel back the curtain just a little bit. Um, yes, it seems like we have a really great and loving relationship. But and, Barrett can be a real asshole sometimes. Well, and, and she can be a real fucking cunt. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the tr- here, here's, the, here's the secret. There's a couple different secrets to it. And, and the first secret I will tell you is... Uh, the first secret I will tell you is that... Um, oh, like, she was shut off the light and now it's like fucking dark in here. Okay, we're doing um, rap play. Yeah, right, right, exactly. um, right, I mean, and she cut off the light and it was like, we were sitting in the dark all of a sudden. <laughs> was, we, we didn't realize how dark it was. Anyway, so um, there's two real keys to it. And the, and the first real key is that um, you have a long-term plan. Right? No matter what happens in our relationship. And don't get me wrong. Between Sheba and me, it is not always good. No. I mean, there are moments. There are moments when we are like everybody else. We're screaming and yelling at each other, you know, throwing pots and pans through the windows. Well, okay, <laughs> I wouldn't man, say we do right, that. Okay, maybe not that far. Um, but but I mean, we yell and we have drag we, out we, fights. Yeah, we have knocked down drag out. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean, and they're not fun. They're really not. It's you know, when we're yelling at it and screaming at each other, we're we're serious. We're we're angry. Uh-huh. And and um, you know, but we don't stay angry with each other for very long. No. It's true. You know, well, it's one of the things that we concentrate on about get it, get it out, get it out on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't look at the stinky turd unless it's out on the fucking table. Right. You know, right. once you put it out there and you talk about it, you know, you may not solve it right then in that instance, mm-hmm. but at least you know this problem exists and both of you are looking at it, you know, because it's right there in the middle of the table between you. So, and that's the biggest thing is, yeah, you, you know, you can be angry with your partner and you can fight with your partner. Um, that doesn't mean that the relationship ends, Mm -hmm. you know, if you want a relationship to work, it's all about putting the time and effort and energy into the relationship and making it into what you want. Mm -hmm. 
And and so that's that's the first first key to a good relationship in in, in our understanding is look toward the toward what would be the, the terminal point of the relationship. Meaning, when I look at Sheba, no matter what we're doing or who, how we're arguing or, or what's being said, I always think to myself, yeah, this is the woman that I want to spend the rest of my life with. I mean, there's never a point when I look at Sheba when we're arguing or whatever, when I go, you know, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah. Don't ever, I don't say that. You know, because I don't, I don't ever mean that. I always think to myself, no matter what happens, at the end of this argument, um, we still have that plan to be in rocking chairs on the front porch, right. you know, with swing, our old gray hair. Canes at each other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, just having that that particular piece. That's one of the the, the main pieces of maintaining and sustaining a, a long term relationship is having the goal of having a long term relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's no out. There's not like, well, okay, so this one doesn't work. I'm leaving. Right. There's not that. I mean. Good relationships are an investment, and they take maintenance, and they take, you know, constant work, mm-hmm. right? And so, um, it's it's not always good. It's it's really not. And and but it's important to remember that the good times seriously outweigh the bad. Right. Um, so that's that's the first thing. And the second thing is, um, you know, I mean. There was this one time, and I tell we tell this story in a class, is that I, I'm, an, I'm a nurse in an ER, and um, you know I, I was I was I was helping these um, these this old folks, and 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 they, oh my God, they had been married, you know, they were like, you know, ninety some odd years old, and she said, oh, I see you're married, I, yeah, I'm married, and the, the the husband's laying in the bed, and she looks over at me, and she goes, I go, wow, how old are you guys? You know, I mean, you're sitting here in in the hospital together, and she goes. Oh, I'm 92. He's 94, and I'm like, wow. How long you guys married? Oh, 75 years, and I'm like, holy crap! You know, I can't even imagine that. (laughs) And um, and 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 I said, well, well, you know, since you're here, and I'm obviously, uh, you know, meant to hear your wisdom. What what exactly is uh, is the secret to a long term relationship? She said, I'll tell you. You know, we know everything about each other. Everything. You know what? You have a horrible old lady voice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You know, and and so she says this. You know, she says we we know we know everything about one another, and she and then she stops and she says, "But we love each other anyway." Mm-hmm. And it was one of those moments that I was like, "Wow." It kind of catches up to you, you know, if you think about how how profound that mm-hmm. kind of a statement is. Yeah. You know, the yeah. Yeah, that we know all, all all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, the false, the everything, uh-huh. you know. And we and 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 you love them anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping it's it's my hope that that Sheba and I continue to f- grow into that and feel that and know about that, and we don't hide anything from each other, you know. I mean, the, the, although occasionally I do hide the Reese cups. Yes. That's true, <laughs> <laughs> but we but we can buy more. You know, we don't we don't hide anything important from one another, and so and so that's very important. And so um, you know those are those are those are some three big things, and then uh, and then it, we stress good communication, but it, everybody talks about good communication, but not everybody understands how communication works. Mm. And so one of the things about when we say good communication is you have to be willing to speak anything to your partner. 
and your partner has to be able to hear you um, and do active listening and be able to mirror back to you um, what you've said in their own words so that you know that, that you've been heard. Um, there are definite tricks to, or I, wouldn't, I shouldn't say tricks, but there are techniques mm -hmm. um, that you should employ when talking with anyone. And it really works and works well in a relationship if you learn how, you know, basic communication works. Mm -hmm. How to speak to someone in order for them to hear you and how to listen to someone in order to let them know that you did hear them. Mm -hmm. And we tend to, I mean, there's a lot of things that we do, little tricks that we've learned over time um, to create openness in our communication with one another. Um, we don't often say, you made me, or you did this, or you, you know, we don't, we, we traditionally use a lot of I statements. I, I feel like you're being a dick right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not like that. It doesn't count like that, right? But, but it's, it's more like... I feel this way when this occurs, mm -hmm. right? right? And it's an ownership of your own feelings and an understanding that um, you are in control of those feelings mm -hmm. and you can share those, you know, um, with your partner and feel like you're accepted through those feelings and with those feelings. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and the final thing is respect. Um, is, is respect for each other and each other's... In, each other's individuality, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's, that's allowing, you know, there's, there's different pieces to that. And respect is, um, respecting yourself enough to give back to your partner along with respecting your partner enough to, to, um, allow them space to grow and space to learn and space to change and shift and become who they want to become. Mm-hmm. Because things will definitely change. In every relationship, people change. People change from moment to moment, let alone if you're in a relationship 10, 20, 50 years. You know, The person that you are in a relationship with is going to change and is going to grow in different ways. And it's important that you accept that change. You know, Anticipate and, and, and be excited about the ways that your partner is going to change and grow and how that's going to challenge you to change and grow um, in order to continue to be in this ever-evolving relationship. And encourage that growth. Mm -hmm. You know, encourage your partner's desires. Encourage uh, their, their self-discovery. Uh, because that's important. If you, if, you, if you stifle or take away from your partner, I mean, regardless of the power dynamic, if there is one, uh, you know, if you stifle your partner... All that's going to happen is resentment's going to build. Right. You know, and that's not positive for the relationship. That's not good for the relationship. Right. It's like an insidious type of poison for mm -hmm. any any relationship. Yep. Mm -hmm. That 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 resentment grows and it builds and it and it and it festers and, and then, sometimes comes out in really passive aggressive. Yeah. You know, techniques of behavior that are not even close to healthy. Yep. Yep. So uh, to wrap that question up, it's not always good. No. Right. It's not always good. And when he is picking at his toes at 2 a.m., it's really, it's not good. <laughs> and when she farts under the covers oh. and, then, and, then, <laughs> and then holds the blanket over my head and Dutch ovens. I me. thought you loved a Dutch oven. I, I, for baking bread, yes. <laughs> 
for the bedroom? No. You didn't clarify. That's right. <laughs> um, and so, I, I mean, we're each, we're, all of us, we're human. We're humans being, and we all do crazy fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, it's exactly that. We have to know all that about each other and love each other anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's that's the wrap up. It's 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 not always good. It's not always, you know, the picture perfect relationship that that people might think it is. It's really not. We're just human beings trying to get along together, trying to coexist, trying to create an ongoing um, loving relationship. But we're actively working on it. Right. All the time, mm-hmm. you know, and we both have that clear goal in mind of where this relationship um, is going and where we would like it, you know, to to ebb and flow and to take us, in, mm-hmm. you know, in the future. We both see that future, and we remember that when we do get into arguments. Yep, yep. and that's then that's a really important thing. Mm-hmm. That's a really important thing. Yep. So. Uh, so where, where, uh, let's talk a little bit about where we've been since we're talking about relationships and okay. the past and whatnot. Well, um, where have we been? My God. We, well, we just had a big party. Oh yeah. Holy crap. Like it was one weekend ago. Oh my, I, I, you know, we are just, I mean, we're in fucking Portland, Oregon this weekend. <laughs> we were at that party last weekend. I have had no sleep. That, um, that April Fool's party was absolutely oh my god that incredible was fantastic. though yeah. it was one of our biggest parties at Princeton yeah and I had a really good time for those of you that don't know for the first hour of the party I was the woman in the burqa <laughs> oh, shit. that, was, that was an incredible social experiment mm-hmm. it, it was interesting to see how people reacted to a woman in a burqa at a kink event, mm-hmm. you know? And it was interesting to see how I felt in it. Because like I was telling you, I kept seeing people that I knew, and I would smile, and then I'd realize, they cannot fucking see me smiling. They mm-hmm. have no idea. Right. So it's just this woman in a burqa staring at them, yep. you know? And they have no idea that it's me, and that I'm smiling, and that, you know, I want to say hi, yep. you know? So... Yeah, that was odd. It was that, odd. It was odd, because I remember when you first came out of the bathroom, I was like, oh, God. And if you don't know what a burqa is, uh, a burqa is one of those full body coverings, including the face, that only leaves the eyes showing. It's all black, and it's yeah, one of those. And the, actually, at t- you can pull down the front mm-hmm. and cover even the eyes. Right. And, and, and in some traditions, um, they actually wear gloves to cover up their hands as well, if their hands are... Going to be coming out, so that no skin whatsoever is seen. Is seen. Right, right. Yes, very interesting cultural experiment. But besides the burqa. Besides the burqa. Besides the burqa. It was was a good time. I played with a bunch of new people. I had a good time. Mm -hmm. I had a great time. I did too. I I had, um, you know, I mean, despite the fact that I just had the shoulder surgery, you know, I just had, if you don't don't know, I had... um, I had all the years of, of a- activity with my shoulder between... All you know, those years of beating on people and flogging people right. have come back to, to haunt you. Absolutely. <laughs> between, between, you know, whip-throwing whip, whip throwing shoulder and, um, <laughs> and martial arts and, and you know, whatever, all, all the shit that I've done in my life, I ended up with a large uh, bone spur on my uh, acromion process and, and a... Ooh, um, chromium process. Chromium process. Speak medical to me. <laughs> and, they, and they took a centimeter off of my clavicle, which is otherwise known as your collarbone. So in other words, folks, they took the chip off of Eric's shoulder. <laughs> oh, come on. That is funny. Don't, don't. Shh. Just my right shoulder. I still have the chip on my left shoulder. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, so so that so so, that, so I was able to I was able to do a couple scenes, and uh, and I had a really good time. Yeah, I had a really good time. It was good. Time. So that was that was the um, what was that the April Fool's party in March? Yeah, in March April. And then what else? <gasps> we moved out of the Fortress of Solitude. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just last week. We haven't we haven't actually done a podcast from the new place that we're at. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to name it. Right. But first, we're gonna have to get the feel for it. Yeah. 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 Well, we could do that. We could do that for the uh, for the for the for the May podcast. Uh-huh. That's fine. Yeah. And um, you know, it's a great little house. We're having a good old time. We have a we actually have a playroom this time. Yes. So. A cat-free playroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to the gentleman who might be uh, needing a cat-free room. <laughs> it's not his fault he's allergic to cats. I understand. I understand. <laughs> but it's good because, I, you know, now that we have a, a, a playroom, we'll, I'll be able to bring play partners over once in a while. Yeah. That'll be fantastic. <laughs> and um, let's see what else. Uh, so we moved out of the fortress, or we moved out of the fortress of Silatoon and moved into the new place. Um, we did the, the April Fool's party in March, and uh, what else? Is there anything else in in in, in uh, February in March that we did? God, I don't know. It seems like know. forever. I mean, it March seems like, like such forever. a long time. Right. So, um, what else we got? What other what other questions do we have? Take another question. Yeah, let's take another question. Right, what other questions do you have? Let's see what we got here. All right. So, meow. How do you go? This will be for Sheba. I'll, I'll is look. this Mr. Anonymous or this Ms. Is Ms. 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 I think it's a Mrs. Because, or Ms. She says, uh, how do you go from being a strong woman that doesn't let anyone tell you what to do to becoming the submissive one in the bedroom? And being that you're a switch. You... How in the hell would I know that? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Um, although I do like a little tea bagging, and mm-hmm. that's usually a submissive thing in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um. So how do you, I, for me, it's all about the energy. And I'll go to my explanation of my switching. Mm-hmm. So um, I liken it to wolves when they hunt. Um, when a wolf hunts, it feels the prey. It feels the rabbit. And when that rabbit goes from just being a stationary object and freaks out and runs then that's when the wolf is going to chase, mm-hmm. okay? It, it gets that predatory instinct going when something cute and fuzzy runs and you just can't help it. Your claws come out. Your teeth start to, you know, elongate a little bit. You start to salivate. Um, and so that is what my, my top feels like when I'm switching. And my bottom is the exact opposite. My bottom is that rabbit, you know, and if someone bigger and badder than me with more dominant energy um, comes into the situation and become and and makes me rabbit, you know, then that is the energy that I'll hold with them during that interaction, at least most of the time. Um, so sex for me, I would say, is probably the same way. You know, it's all about the energy, and a lot of my sex goes goes back and forth, goes, you know, I mean, you could liken it to switching mm-hmm. because I I don't just necessarily, you know, become, like, super submissive. No. Uh, you know? No, I mean, but, and it takes a bit for you to get to that place of submission. Right, and it, my sex is not really about, most of the sex that I have does not have any kind of DS. No. 
element to it. Most yeah. of the sex I have is, is all about, you know, talking to my partners, asking, you know, what turns you on? Is this working for you? You know, put your balls right there. That's where it feels great. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, it's all about a give and take and all about sharing. So for me, I don't, I don't think of sex, you know, in a DS yeah. context. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and she may go, I, you know, I don't know. We'll have to hear from Ms. Anamas here, but, um, I, a lot of people, a lot of people uh, that I've spoken to, especially strong women who who want to be submissive to me, um, they speak about wanting to. You know, I mean, the, their whole life is this struggle to maintain power. You know that that they're 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 constantly fighting to um, to be the powerful one, and they're always wanting to be seen as the powerful one, and they want to give up that control. And so, uh, for, for, and even uh, men. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people who are powerful, powerful people who want to feel the, the, the dichotomy, the other side of that coin, where they, where they just, you know, they, they're able to release all of that power control and, and, re- and, and hand over that authority to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, a, they need that, they want that. Um, because it, it, it creates the balance in that yeah, life. Right, right, it creates a balance. Yeah. And so I think, I say, I think that's... And... and the other part of it is, uh, you know, how do how do you do this? How how or why? And you know, part of me says, if it turns you on, do it. Right. Yeah. You know, don't it, don't it, question it passes what it, the test. Yeah. Don't yeah. question what it means. Right. You know, don't judge yourself for it. No. If it if it makes you hot, what hard or horny? You know, go with it. Go with it. Right. Go with it. There's yeah. a lot of things that that Sheba and I do in the in the privacy and you know and and we do amongst our lovers and friends that. Might be considered, uh, that might be considered alternative or, or not mainstream, in, even in the even in kink sense. And so, it's important for us to be able to seek out and enact those uh, those Just desires. desires yeah. out. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, without any judgment, especially mm-hmm. from self. You mm-hmm. know, because if you're judging yourself for feeling sexual about something that you want, um, how are you going to express that? to your partner if you, you feel, you know, in the slightest, you know, bad about feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So hopefully that answers that question. Hopefully it does. And if not, I'm sure that you could maybe, you know, listen to some other Erotic Awakening podcast on the network. Um, because there is more to hear. Each week you can listen to the original Erotic Awakening podcast with Dan and Don. It's an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. And once monthly, you can catch a special episode of EA hosted by Lee Harrington, who's also... Here we, at Kinkfest. Here at Kinkfest. And we were talking to Lee about perhaps coming out to one of our events mm-hmm. in the very near future. Yep. So more on that hopefully to come after you know we sit down and work out some details. Yep, 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 yep. So what else we got? What else do we have? What else is going on? Ooh, we should talk about where we're going to be next month. We've what? talked about where we were last month. Where are we right. going in April? Uh, I April. know that uh, there's a there's the usuals. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the the TNG people who are going to meet. Um, it's the Tuesday, April 9th. Mm-hmm. Second Tuesday of every month. Yep. And then, of course, our meet and greet, which mm-hmm. is the second Friday of every month, which yep. is going to be April 12th. Yeah. Um, and then um, the New to Kink meeting. Mm-hmm. Which is happening on 
what? The new decree April, meeting is April 18th. It's, April 18th. It's, it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, April this 18th. round is going to be Thursdays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, this time, we're actually bringing back the Dominance Roundtable. Yeah. We're we um, every once in a while we pull we pull uh, we pull uh, some stuff out of storage. They pull some old dominance out right, of storage. We pull some old old, <laughs> old, old moldy dominance out of storage, and we um, we we sit down for a dominance roundtable, especially for some new dominance um, and uh, dominance who are interested in honing their technique, skills, and and uh, and philosophies about what DS is for them, and it's a great way to uh, to converse with. Uh, uh, people who are on the top side of the equation mm -hmm. and uh, compare notes, yeah. get some new ideas, have some fun. Yeah. So, so is this a plan to just speak, or is there actually going to be any kind of demonstration? Mm -hmm. or? There may be. There may be. You never know. We're going to put out. We're going to put out the uh, uh, the dominant vibe. The dominant vibe. We're going to put out the oh. uh, the uh, discussion and um, an event. We'll probably put that out here in a couple of days. And that'll be uh, that'll, and we'll announce that then. Okay. When's that going to be? Uh, that's going to be uh, Monday, April twenty second. Oh, okay. At the room. At the room. At the room. Okay. That's also where the the switch is, mm -hmm. where we have our mm -hmm. round. Table. We have the switch around it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yay! So. Okay. Let's see what else we got. Um, we got, you want to take one more question? We can or? take one more question if you want to. Okay. Um, we can also talk about where people can find us. Okay, let's do that. Yes. Let's shall. Let's where, shall. Where, where can people find us? Well, I was just trying to look for when... Oh. Uh, so they can find us on FetLife, mm -hmm. which is um, Barrick, B-A-R-A-K, or Brat underscore Sheba. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can find us on the twat, brat underscore Sheba or AIS underscore org. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at both of those as well, at the brat underscore Sheba or AIS slash org or um, underscore org. Mm -hmm. um, our email is barrack in the N, the letter N, Sheba, that's B-A-R-A-K, the letter N, S-H-E-B-A, at AOL or Yahoo or Hotmail or Gmail. Um, you can go to either one of our websites. You can go to adventuresandsexuality.org, which is for the organization, or you can go to our personal presenter web website, which is panpolybdsm.com. That's P-A-N-P-O-L-Y-B-D-S-M. Dot com. Dot com. No. And uh, if you, uh, if you, speaking of our presenter website, if you have an interest in bringing us out to your local event or um, uh, you have some uh, educational uh, gatherings that you'd like to bring us out to, just give us a shout at any one of those uh, addresses and we'll certainly uh, be happy to talk to you about getting our brand of uh, education and entertainment. <laughs> and out, BSing. And BSing <laughs> out, to, out to your place. Nice. Oh, okay. Do we want to take one more question? No. Beric shakes his head no. No. He's done. Yeah. I'm, have you I'm, hit too many, have you hurt too many bottoms this weekend? Uh, not as many as I would like. Oh, okay. But, um. But there'll be chances in the future. There will be chances in the future. And the thing about it is, um, you know, I've had, I've had a really great time here. And I think the time lag catches up with you. I think it does too. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's, right now it's, it's quarter of midnight <laughs> to here. Right. But it's quarter of three Back on the, back in the Midwest. Yeah, and so. tomorrow we will really be feeling this. Oh yeah. Or worse yet, Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning we're gonna feel this. Monday morning is gonna be a pain in the ass, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was well worth it. 
like right, I said, so, and we totally. totally recommend it. So shout out to kinkfest.org. And uh, if you have an opportunity to come out here, uh, otherwise, where else can you reach us? Well, let's see. We had this freaking phenomenal event, uh, the April uh, Fool's Party in March. So I figure that we'll probably do it again. <laughs> and uh, I do like having a good time. I do. We love those one night parties. So we're gonna have another it's one like night party. It's like a one party. night stand. It's like a one night stand. Only it happens every couple months. <laughs> it's an intermittent one night stand. So, so if you're interested in coming out to, to uh, one of the AIS parties, we're having another bash, um, the AIS Big Bash in May. You can uh, link to that via my uh, FetLife page or my uh, Fet or Shiva's FetLife page. Uh, it is coming on Saturday night, May 18th. It will be at the Princeton uh, VIP room, second floor, where we take over the entire second floor. Um, and essentially separate it from the from the club, and bring up some AIS furniture, turn on some music, and have a great freaking time. Absolutely, yes. And bonus, I have new clothes to wear. Shout yeah. out to the vendor here at uh, Kinkfest who sold me this fabulous new skirt that I'll be wearing, Tasty Tiger at TastyTiger.com. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's a lovely. Uh, Do you like that? Yeah, that's yeah. very. It's very cherry. It is very cheery. It's very cheery. <laughs> okay, uh, so thanks for listening to BSing with Beric and Shiva. Yeah, we'll be back, uh, I don't know, the first Monday of May, which is, frick, I don't know, when, when, is the first, <laughs> when is the first Monday of May? The first Monday of May will be May 6th. Okay, so we'll hear, we'll, we'll be back on May 6th with some more... Uh, some more BSing, and, some, and maybe Beric will have some more energy. Absolutely, because I, I, I gotta tell you, we're... If, if I'd have known you were lagging, honey, I'd have gone under the table and given you a blowjob, and you could have actually done this. Why wait? <laughs> okay, on that note, I'm done. Go ahead and turn it off. <laughs>